well, you know what? I think the best place to start, it's not when most stories start, but you know, we'll start at the second goal. The second goal. <laughs> the second that's, goal. That's, that's what they always say. I think Scorsese said <laughs> that, that one, actually. I think he says that. So <laughs> obviously just a beautiful flick. Like I like you just I, I was very I was almost so instinctive. instinctive. Wasn't I was it? so caught off guard with that goal and I was like looking around going, Wait, how's that goal ended up in and obviously the goal scorer of that was Alex Sinclair, who we have on now. Alex, are, are you there? Hi Pakua, how are you? I'm good, thank <laughs> you. Alex, you've got to kind of walk us through the goal because I was confused. You must when you when it happened, were you kind of just like, I know this is going in the back of the net, or were you just like, Where's this ball ending up? Oh, I think initially um, it it was a case of right place, right time. <laughs> um, but, you know, Alana had the opportunity to have a strike and um, as we moved up, you know, uh, not to be caught offside, uh, I got a glimpse of the, the keeper to the left of me and um, the defender, which was trying to catch me offside. And I didn't know until I watched the back that the keeper could have possibly caught that if I didn't flick it on. Um, so my gut instinct was just to give it a little bit of a nudge and, and make sure it's directed into the back of the net. So just clarifying, no hard feelings with Alana. Alana was satisfied that that wasn't going in <laughs> if you didn't No, get the, the best thing was um, is that we both celebrated like we scored and that's that's a goal for you when it's a team effort. I, I believe no goal is ever scored alone. So um, when you can see a celebration where two people are claiming a goal, it's 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 wonderful to see. And we did clear it up in the change room, so there's no hard feelings. I think that's always the, the best kind of goal is when, when uh, at least or more than one person feels like they've scored a little bit of that goal and can celebrate just uh, as if they had scored it, which, of course, only you have that exclusive privilege, Alex. We all know that. Oh. We all know that. I appreciate but, that. But um, the, the other interesting thing, of course – First things first, uh, congratulations, yes, by the way, uh, on behalf of Thank the Radio you. Dub team for what is a, a monumental effort from the Calder side collectively, but also from yourself as an individual. But this goal, your fourth the fourth consecutive time you've scored in a Nike FC Cup final. I'm not sure if you're aware of this history, but you are the single most player who has put the most goals in the back of the net in the Nike FC Cup as a whole. Uh, are you aware of that that hot streak of, of four straight, you know, I know you're aware of the team streak, which is five consecutive now, but you've scored in four straight. Did you know that? And, and how are you feeling about that that nice bit of, um, you know, bit of statistical uh, hoodoo that's on your side? <laughs> well, once again, it wasn't uh, until I watched it back that I learned of that uh, information. Um, you and uh, Joey, good old Joey Lynch, seem <laughs> to do their background research really well, so... Um, I wasn't aware, um, and then it wasn't until I watched it back and and, and Joey mentioned that um, it was really nice to know. Um, once again, something I don't really pay attention to. I just like to go out there and get the job done, and and um, yeah, make sure I enjoy those moments with my team. Well, obviously, you've as, as Lockie mentioned, you've you've won this tournament a, a few a few times. You know, just comfortable. The, the trophy cabinet must be looking pretty healthy at the moment. <laughs> but is there one Nike FC Cup that kind of maybe stands out more, or or they kind of hold the ultimately hold the same amount of weight for you every time? Oh, look, uh, I've had the privilege to play. I think in uh, I I was actually cup tied the first year, so mm. I didn't actually get to uh, play in the 2017 one when I came across the Calder. Um, so I've been a part of the last four um, consecutive ones out of the five, and, and each of those has its own memory. Um, it's it's been a different team every year. 
Um, and the fact that, you know, like you can keep winning these things um, while injecting new players into your team, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, this one meant a lot to us because it's such a young group and I think there was uh, a lot of disbelief um, outside of our environment that we can't do it again, um, that it's time to give it up. So that was fuel for all the girls and particularly for me as their captain to just uh, along with, uh, you know, Adriana Taranto and Natasha Dakish, my co-captains, to just drive that um, into the team. And, and the results showed on the day how much they wanted it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up, Alex, that sort of transition of this squad year on year because did, did this, did this obviously, you know, once you get to a final, you, you're the favourites against South Melbourne, you're, you're top of the table, you've only conceded, you know, six goals for the year. You, you would be cognizant of your position of favourites. But to go back right before a ball was kicked in the MPLW this season, were you, would you have been surprised to, to find the team in this position? Because I remember speaking to, to you know, the head coach of Colty, your head coach, uh, Mark Torcaso, at the start of the year, and you guys did bring through this season or have brought through this season six or seven mm. players from the under-19s who have slotted into that senior fold. Are you surprised that even with that sort of... Um, turnaround those players coming in that you've been able to just really sustain that that success through the league and through the cup as well? Uh, look, you're always surprised with what um, players can do and, and that's the beauty of football is that the players are always impressing you and surprising you with their ability and I think that's amazing. Um, we've got a really good club where development is across all teams. So obviously the 19s coming up were coached very well and trained very well and um, we knew that the quality that was coming up was going to, you know, um, sit well with the senior group and the experienced players. So, um, I yes, it, at the start, it was very much focused on development. Let's see where we go, start fresh. But this group is incredible. And the mm. fact that these girls have just come in and, you know, um, added to that uh, quality within the group is, uh, is incredible. Thinking about the sort of partnership as well with, you know, Western United as well, which, which we might get the chance to ask you a little bit more about later on. Yeah. Does that not link really well with you know that that <clears throat> partnership? This really speaks volumes about the uh, the value of what those uh, academies can actually do for a, a side at the senior level and could bring into that A League women's setup as well. Because you know the under 19s as you said, were a, a super super successful team. They've got that uh, identity of of playing the colder way, but also the colder mindset, which is one of you know, expecting to, to win in, in many circumstances. And they really have just slotted straight in. I feel like that really speaks to the value of what an academy that it are all, you know, learning the same way from the top down can can bring to, into a club. I think it's worked out perfectly. I mean, as you guys know, a couple of years ago, or just under a couple of years ago, the um, call departed with Western. Um, and it was primarily to join forces to create that pathway for women. Um, and that hard work has paid off because they've now got the the women's licence for this upcoming season. So um, with the quality from our youth, <laughs> even from our little mini roos, mm. you know, you see some little guns in there, um, it just goes to show that this is a new pathway for girls that haven't had that opportunity, um, particularly from the West, um, to, you know, strive to play one day for their for their town or their home community um, and to represent their club. I wanted to ask Alex. You mentioned the the partnership, obviously, with Western United and the introduction into the A League Women's in the in the upcoming season. I suppose is 
is that kind of on the squad's mind when you're playing a game like this, knowing that you know that this could potentially be kind of a a launch pad for an even further career in in the A League Women's? I think it's always um, everyone's ambition to play at that top level in Australian football, and it should be um, because uh, although we're at the highest level in Victoria, you always want that next step. And these girls are are really focused and um, committed to putting all the hard work in to take that next step. And um, although it's it's there and it's, it's always going to be in the back of your mind, um, the best thing we can do is just focus in the moment too and, and make sure that we, you know, finish this season on um, and give them the opportunities to be seen and, um, you know, hopefully have that opportunity to play um, in the Western Colours. Now, for you, Alex, how do you, like, stay, like, you know, getting into this season, you've been part of, you know, women's football in Australia for a really long time. How do you find that, you know, that motivation to mm. get into this this season, be like, you know what, this is just a, another season, I need to be better and, you know, take your game to another level? How do you do that for yourself? Oh, I, I just love the game, um, everything about it. Uh, football's been a part of my life, you know, for the past 24 years, so... Although I haven't had that opportunity to play for the, you know, the actual A-League, um, I don't think many people would remember the old national competition because it was many moons ago. Um, but it's uh, it's something that's always an ambition of mine along with all these other girls. So I guess, you know, playing in a young group and, and uh, they keep me on my toes and they make me want it. So uh, I play... With that ambition, but I um, I also understand, obviously, you know, I don't have much time left, so I just got to keep working hard with the time I do. Obviously, the game's not always going to love me. So I want to, you know, go back to when that partnership was announced between Calder and Weston. Where were you when you found that information out? And, like, what was your instant reaction when that you first heard that? Uh, I was within Calder um, and uh, we heard the news of the original partnership um, through uh, our president, Amanda, and our coach, Mark Tocasso, um, along with the CEO, Chris Palvanis. Um, so they were, it was special enough to, to grab a, a, a few of our experienced players in and, and let us know that we'll be addressing it to the group. And um, it was, yeah, it was incredible um, to see the girls' reactions and then know that there would be, you know, a chance to have an academy and to train extra days in the week and then play some, you know, friendly games against other communities and interstate um, it was awesome, you know, the inclusiveness from Western. Uh, it was like we were already uh, one of theirs. Um, mm. So, yeah, it was really good. Alex, you're, as you sort of mentioned before, one of the more experienced heads in what is increasingly, and especially this season, uh, a young squad. And I, ge- I guess that must uh, push you closer together with Mark as well because uh, <laughs> when we've spo- spoken to him before, he's always talked about how there's often times in the change room where there'll be certain songs that'll come on on the on the radio or on a playlist or something, and all, all the younger members of the squad are like, "I've never heard this song before," but you two know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, we, we've gotten the chance uh, on this station a lot of times to hear about the relationship between you two from his side, but I'd be really interested to to know, uh, you know, your how you feel your relationship with uh, with Marcus. What does he mean to you? No, Mark's uh, Mark and I relationship it's uh, it's pretty unique, you know. Um, sometimes I love hate, but mostly love. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's all love. Um, yeah, he's he he was actually a part of why I actually stepped back into the MPL um, back in 2017. 
Um, and, you know, he, he kept an eye on me and kept pushing me to come back in and, and I finally um, took the opportunity to do so. And every year, like I said earlier on, has been a challenge and I think with every challenge our relationship has grown because we've just um, had to find a way. Um, to make it work and I think that um, shows in in the success that the club has had as well as our senior team Um, but I will confirm that he does give me that look every time a nine chat comes on (laughs) and he goes Alex Alex you remember this one and the girls are just looking around going what is this so that's when you know you're you're closer to your coach's age because um yeah, only you two remember the songs. <laughs> are you ever like, are you ever the DJ or the the, the players going like, Alex, I feel like you should step away from the Spotify. I, I think I don't even, I don't even get a chance to control um, <laughs> the the music, to be honest, because I think they'll all, um, all cram it what, what will be played. But um, no, look, it, there are some songs that come on in the change rooms um, that I don't know in this day and age. Um but the girls are pumped up by it and I love seeing the enthusiasm and the dance moves and just the excitement in the change room. So it doesn't matter what, what we listen to as long as they're happy. Well, obviously, you know, there is a there is an age gap between you and the younger players, but how do you, like, connect with them and then also, like, help to motivate them and, you know, help grow their career? Because, because you know, sometimes you can find that if someone's a little bit older, then it might be hard to relate to them. But how do you, like, how do you get that to do that with them? Yeah, um, I think I think it comes from experience. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that that you're faced with in football isn't seen on the pitch. So um, you know, there's adversities and, and struggles that these girls go through behind closed doors, which I um, can help in a way because maybe I've experienced something like that along the way, or um, you know, gone through something that they're new going through and I think it just comes down to just life experience and and um, having that relationship with them and that openness that they can come and talk to me anytime they like um, just as long as I you know we, we settle it and we go back out on, on the field and play with with our heart and and when when you talk about I guess the age of the squad Alex and on the pitch though you're, you're, the, the colder side is so mature the performances mm. it's so impre- it's, it's like a team that's kind of been together for 10 years yeah, in that, tune as well yeah, exactly it, yeah. know, know what they're doing i guess i i guess my question is are you surprised even by how good your team is at putting out those kinds of performances and how have you got to the point where so many young players can gel so effectively and, and function so so impressively um I'm, I'm actually not surprised with it because we've got this culture that just allows people to step into it that want to be a part of, you know, our vision and just, you know, um, you know, just just somehow adapt to that. And um, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, our experienced players, you know, they're very welcoming. And I know sometimes it can be uh, daunting for youth to step into a, a senior group or an older age group. But, uh, no, we make it as welcoming as possible. And, you know, some of these young girls are even running the show these days. So um, it, it just goes to show how much we, we respect and love each other. And, um, yeah, I think that, that natural want for everyone to succeed is always going to be there. Well, certainly if there's at least one thing that, that does unite you all is that you're all a, a tremendously talented group of players and, you know, one who, who got to hoist that uh, 
Very, very nice looking Nike FC <laughs> Cup trophy. Yeah, I, I was very, I got to see it up close in the flesh. Well, you know I was like, what? Nike, I like the design. Nike I appreciate it. Good money for that trophy. They did. They, they did. Uh, and I'm sure I know that Alex would be very familiar with the design <laughs> of that trophy as well. Um, but you guys yeah, got it's to. It's still heavy. It's still heavy. Oh my God. Just as heavy as it was the, uh, the, the first time around. Yeah, I don't even remember it being heavy this first time around. So I think it was a load of all the other <laughs> things going on. But well, no, it's good. You got to, you got to lift it on. On Sunday, of course. I'm curious to know, without too much detail, obviously, you don't want to get anyone fined or you don't want to get anyone in trouble. But I'm curious <laughs> to know how, how much, you know, even though you have celebrated it so many times, uh, how the celebrations were on Sunday night. Because I know that Joey had a handful of invitations to the Roxy pub that he had to turn down <laughs> from Mark Torcaso. So I'm curious to know how much you guys enjoyed the uh, the, the fifth time celebrations. It, it was probably the most low-key one we've had um, <laughs> out of all. And I tell you what, I was, I was speaking to the girls last night. I was just like, that was really awesome. Like, I really enjoyed that because it was just – it was actually the first time where all of the girls, all of the staff, coaches, trainers, um, anyone included, um, were just in the same space at the one time um, enjoying that um, result and that win – um, and just to be in, in each other's company on such a high like that where there's pizzas and ciders or beers, whatever, involved, water as well, um, <laughs> it was just it was just nice to see everyone enjoying themselves and I, I couldn't be more happier with that with I, that night. I kind of speaks- it didn't go past 12 o'clock. It actually wow. didn't go past 10, 10.30, I confirm. Wow, the that's, that's- actually waiting. Uh, see, that, uh, that I'm surprised yeah, that, at. I, that, I guess that, that does speak to what you were saying, though, about the um, maturity <laughs> beyond the years of a lot of this squad and the commitment as well because there, yeah. there's something to be said for, for raucous celebration but also quietly celebrating your achievements, <laughs> just having a relaxed evening to do that is, is very enjoyable as well. But, of course, you guys, the reason you've still got that commitment and focus is because you've still got a very important piece of the, the season puzzle to, yeah. to attempt to, to fit into the jigsaw, which is obviously taking out the uh, the NPLW grand final and the premiership as well for, for the first time in a number of seasons because we have waited a very long time for it. But uh, three games to end the season against Bayside, South Melbourne and Element. Well, the catch-up game as well against Box Hill. Are you confident yes. of uh, yeah. closing out that, that season and, and hopefully continuing what's uh, been what we like to refer to as the... Uh, the colder canter yes. here at Radio Dub, where you guys just get into a rhythm and just tick along and, and, and get the results you need to, to get. Are you confident of seeing that out till the end of the season and hopefully uh, lifting another trophy at the end of it? I definitely believe this group is capable of doing that. And, um, you know, the commitment and excitement within the group is to go all the way is there. And I think when you don't have that, you know, you, you you don't have that belief or confidence in your team. So it's definitely there. It shows every training session. It shows every game day. It shows on, on a special occasion like Sunday. Mm. Um, you know, these girls, they're a hardworking, you know, bunch, very deserving of the success they've, you know, received so far um, because I believe they've earned it, you know. And for a group that's achieved what they have, so like we've got a keeper who's got, you know, Alyssa Dallas Day who's got the most clean sheets in the league. I think the most clean sheets, I don't know, I'll have to ask you, Lockie and uh, Joey Lynch on those stats, but uh, I think in all the years she's possibly close to having yeah. the most clean sheets um, in a uh, NPL season. And then, you know, our, our back line, we've got a solid defence, very versatile midfield um, and, uh, you know, a very crafty forward line who 
you know, likes to go up and down the field and create opportunities all over. So I think we have the um, potential to win the plate and back up the championship from 2019. Um, this will actually be our third time as a club, I think, mm. if my stats are correct. Yes. Um, third Premier's plate and third championship trophy that we're going for this year. So it's definitely on everyone's mind. As I said, the celebrations were there on Sunday, but everyone knows there's still a job to do. Um, and that's something we'll be driving over these next couple of weeks to make sure we finish on top and, um, you know, work as hard as possible to get that championship trophy at the end of it. Before you leave, go, Alex, I kind of want to know, is there like a cheat code happening with the colder defence? Because every time I watch them, they just <laughs> never let goals go through. I don't I don't understand if there's like an imaginary brick wall behind yeah. them and they're it's, just... It's, uh, like, it's 12 get, clean sheets, I, I think. Really, I don't really get if it. You, like, if you, added, if you added up... It's 12 uh, the, clean sheets, that's correct. Yeah, if you, and if you added up the second and third most amount of clean yeah. sheets in the league, Colder would still have one more than those two combined. Oh, Twice go, as many as second place. And yeah. also, sorry, this is without even going into the, the reason for inviting you on in the first place, Alex, uh, the Nike FC Cup, did not concede a single goal the whole whole way through. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's very ridiculous. Yes. What's the cheat code? What's the cheat code? Well, you said cheat code, but I think it's actually sister code, you know, the fact that we want to go out there and just fight for one another no matter what. Um, uh, I, I love that about our team. Um, you know, we've got players, that it's their first year. And it's like you've been with them for the past five years, you know. It's that natural fight that I love seeing within the group because that's what I'm all about. And when you get that from your whole team, it just makes it all worthwhile. So we definitely, I can, I'd love to claim that we've got the best defensive line in the league. Um, I hope NPL, I don't get in trouble for NPL for that, but um, <laughs> I'm, I've got that belief in my back line um, to get the job done and my keeper, you know, it's, they've, they've, I think they've only let six goals through this year. As a as a backline and a, and a solid key period, Alyssa. So that just goes to show how strong we are in the in defence. And I, I will say they don't get a lot of the accolades they deserve. Um, I think when you look at like your history of gold medals and best and fairest and things like that, um, it's very rare that it is a defender. Um, mm. But I I will definitely make that call that we have some defenders that could possibly be in line for that gold medal this year. Mm. I believe so. Anyway, you certainly do, and you know, I, I have no doubt that we won't be seeing. Many, I think we won't be seeing many goals as the for the rest of the season, uh, with heading into the finals and for the last few MP, uh, games in the regular season. But Alex, it was great to have you on, and thank you for yeah, taking the time guys. out of your day to speak to us. And good luck for the rest of the season, and uh, hopefully, we might see you in a in a, a fun jersey uh, heading into the uh, the upcoming A League women's seasons. Maybe we hope. We'll, we'll hope. We'll yeah. keep working hard for it, that's for sure. <laughs> Fantastic. Have, it have a lovely day, Alex, and thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care.